Our guest today is Judge Janine Pirro, author of the new book, Crimes Against America, The Left's Takedown of Our Republic. Judge Janine also co-hosts The Five, the highest-rated program on the Fox News Channel. This is a special edition of the Doc Washburn Show. Welcome to the Voice of the Resistance with Doc Washburn. We're the show that pushes back against the uniparty and deep state and lets you in on the news that traditional talk radio is all too often afraid to talk about. This is episode 384. We're a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburn.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Also, please remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. And make sure you check out our new conservative sports podcast, Red Pill Sports, with my friend Donnie Copeland, which drops Tuesday evenings at 11 p.m. Central. Coming up, we're going to go into a deep dive on the John Durham report on the Russian collusion hoax. But first, our interview. Without any further ado, there's so much news to talk about today. Judge Janine, it is an honor to have you back on the Doc Washburn Show. How are you? I'm great, and I'm thrilled to be back. You know, it's always good when I have another book coming out. I can talk to all my friends from the year or two years ago. So I'm thrilled to be back. Thank you. Exactly. And uh, I want to get to the book right off the bat because, as opposed to doing the news first, what is Crimes Against America, the left's takedown of our republic, all about? Well, I think that anyone who's living in America today can see that the America of yesteryear, and I'm not talking about that long ago, uh, is no longer uh, the America of today. We have seen our institutions slowly but consistently and systemically be destroyed, whether it is the First Amendment and free speech, whether it's law and order, whether it's uh, education, whether it's the Department of Justice, the FBI. Uh, We are suffering in all different categories, especially now at the border. You know, we are no longer, Doc, we're no longer a sovereign nation. We are nothing more than a globalist landing spot with benefits. Everyone who is surging their way into this country is, is treated with the cornucopia of, the, of, of benefits that everyone in America gets, even though they've come here illegally and without our permission. So it's, there's a lot going on that is just stunning and it's happening right before our eyes. And it's, and it's intentional too. I mean, we can say all we want that, uh, Joe Biden has dementia. He's not aware of what's going on, but whoever's pulling his strings is definitely aware of what's going on. Well, you know, whether Joe Biden is cognitively declining and, and, uh, you know, not capable of running this country, and I don't think he is, uh, the truth is that he uh, clearly uh, knows what is going on with the southern border. Yeah. We have seen 5 million illegals in the last two years. We will see another 10 million and more, a couple million more gotaways. The, literally, the cartels have operational control of the border, whether it's human trafficking, drug trafficking, bringing in children uh, who are then used uh, in, in situations that we consider violation of child labor laws. It is a nightmare, and the fentanyl that is killing 100,000, 80,000 Americans a year is being brought in from China through Mexico as Mexico money launders the the money. And I, I must tell you that, you know, as someone who has fought 
in law and order for 30 years as a prosecutor, a judge, and a DA, I am astonished, astonished that I didn't hear the word fentanyl come out of Joe Biden's mouth for about a year and a half. They are clueless and they are lying. And when you've got uh, Mayorkas and Biden and everyone else saying that the border uh, is closed, I mean, you just think that you're in la-la land and that, you know, it's a joke. It's Baghdad Bob territory. The book is called Crimes Against America, the Left's Takedown of Our Republic, which leads right into the Durham report from special counsel John Durham, which just dropped. What what is your take on this 303-page report? I mean, I know you haven't had a chance to read the whole thing, but uh, what's what's going on here? Well, you know what? I'm going to shock you. I'm going to tell you I don't really care what's in that report because it's seven years too late. Yeah. You know, it was in 2016 that Jim Comey and his corrupt FBI, at least at the upper level, made the decision to spy on an American president, on a candidate for the president, which is what they do in third world countries. Yep. Took this FISA warrant. Uh, and had it re-upped three times by a FISA judge. I want to hear that that judge is complaining. I want to hear that that judge wants to know who swore to that affidavit and why they haven't been disbarred. I want to know why Sussman is now coming out with this saying that Jim Comey didn't follow the law. Well, no shit, Dick Tracy, and excuse my language, but I am so frustrated with everything that we said Four years ago, six years ago, seven years ago was true. They used our greatest institution, the FBI, the Department of Justice, to politicize. And Joe Biden, this guy is running for president and 51 intel agents uh, and heads of the uh, intelligence agency and the CIA say, well, he needed a talking point for the debate with Donald Trump. So they lie about a laptop that contains information that any prosecutor would give his his or her right hand for. Oh yeah. And yet we see we see ten million dollars in one year being divvied up among nine Bidens. You know why? Because they can't put all that money in one account because it clearly is corruption. There's tax evasion. There's acting as a foreign agent. There's money laundering. It's an organized criminal enterprise. No one is paying any attention to it, Doc. No, nobody is. You're right, Judge Janine. And, and obviously, a big concern a lot of us have with this final report, even though John Durham agrees with you know pretty much everything you just said, there are right. apparently not going to be any more prosecutions. No, no. He, he prosecuted Sussman and uh, Dushenko, or, or one of them, and both of them were found not guilty. And uh, um, the the Kleisman who changed the affidavit as a lawyer, yeah. um, he's still practicing law. So it's it's outrageous. It. No consequence. It's outrageous. And we can't have an America. It's terrible. No, it's horrible. we can't. And, of course, now the talking point, the FBI issued a statement today saying that with the reforms they instituted after Christopher Wray became director, there's no way they could perpetrate something like the Crossfire Hurricane operation again. (laughs) Obviously, obviously that's not credible. You know, it's funny, Doc, that you would pick that up because I picked that up too, and I said, you're kidding me. There's no way that could happen? Wait a minute. Didn't the Department of Justice call... Uh, parents who are objecting to their kids, one in particular in Virginia being raped in a bathroom used by members of the opposite sex, weren't the, didn't the DOJ call them domestic terrorists, yeah. all the parents, 
And didn't they sick the FBI after these parents? Oh, yeah. You want to tell me that this is this would never happen now? You want to tell me that protesters in front of Supreme Court justices' homes who make a decision to go out there in violation of federal law are not going to be prosecuted because the Department of Justice doesn't feel like it? I mean, they, this Christopher Ray is right along with the Jim Comey's of the world, and it is sad. And it's going to take a tremendous thing that will convince people that these crimes against America can be stopped and that we do have a chance, again, to be that shining city on the hill that Ronald Reagan talked about. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm old enough to remember, over a year ago, early last year, Ted Cruz, Senate Judiciary Committee, has Jill Sanborn, Executive Assistant Director of the FBI National Security Branch, under oath, asking her, were there any federal assets at the Capitol on January 6, 2021? And did any federal agents commit crimes of violence that day? And both times, she's like, uh, Senator, I-, I can't answer that. I mean, and we're, we're supposed, supposed to think Christopher A. had some kind of reforms or something? It, it, it's... It's ludicrous. And, you know, the problem is I see so many people saying, well, why don't you do something about it, Republicans in Congress? And I'm like, well, I mean, I I think they're trying to do something about it. But as long as Merrick Garland is attorney general uh, and Lisa Monaco is kind of running the show over there, a big uh, Obama file and, and Biden's president, I mean, members of Congress can't actually prosecute anybody, can they? No, they cannot. And the interesting thing is you are so right. And that's why when you first brought up the Durham report, I was I was somewhat flipped. Uh, sure. The truth is it doesn't make a darn bit of difference because they don't now. They're not going to be prosecuting anyone. Congress can't prosecute. Okay, okay. So they bring the facts before the public. First of all, the public, the American public is smart. We know most of this stuff. Maybe in 10 years, someone will come down and say, you know, the Bidens were corrupt. The brother, the brother, the wife, the girlfriend, the ex-wife, the lover. Yeah, that was all corrupt. But what difference does it make seven, eight years from now? Yeah. The Bidens have gotten away with it. And right now they are. Joe Biden just gave a speech, Doc, at Howard University, which is one of the most prestigious black universities in the country. And he tried to convince them all that white supremacy is the biggest problem in America. Now, let me explain something. These African-Americans coming out of Howard University are smart. Some of them are going to be working for whites, and some of them are going to have whites working for them when they rise through the corporate ladder. These are smart people, but they've got that old, you know, you're being held down. You know what? Enough of that. Look at America. We get along. Americans get along. You see it every day. Who's got someone married to someone from another race? Nobody cares. Right. But what they're doing is they're ginning up hate. And that's why I had to write Crime Against America. I'm sick of it. These are crimes against our country. And it's got to stop. Amen. Amen. Now, speaking of prosecutions, uh, you just interviewed Steve Razor, the attorney representing New York City subway hero Daniel Penny on The Five. Right. What did you find out from him? Well, I think what's interesting is that uh, when I interviewed the attorney for Daniel Penny, um, I found out what a lot of Americans are going to be finding out. And this kid, Daniel Penny, Danny Penny, he calls them, is a kid who was in the Marines. Uh, he was uh, he got several medals when he was in the Marines. He was deployed twice. Uh, he had distinguished service. He came back 
um, and he was studying architecture in college. That's why he was going from his college class to the gym that day. And Penny wasn't concerned for himself. Penny was concerned for the people on the train. And, you know, I said to Stephen Razor, I said, Stephen, you know, they say that, you know, he's a villain or he's a racist. He said he's just, the, Steve said to me, Danny Penny is just the opposite. He held uh, Jordan Neely down for the blacks on the train who were afraid, for the brown people, for the white people on the train who were calling police. He said to me, but what America doesn't understand if you don't know the subway is we're underground. We're in a car. The police can't get to those people on the car. The phone calls weren't even getting through the 911 calls, all of them. And so Daniel Penny did what he did. He took a risk, and he made a decision to do what he did that day. And he's, you know, he's not a punk. He's a, he's a good kid from a, a, from a family, a military family, who's just a low-key kid who just wanted to go on his way, and the police let him go. He went in, he spoke to them, they said, fine. All of a sudden, uh, the, there's an autopsy report in a day and a half. Are you kidding me? Nobody's seen that autopsy report. It was kind of like Jeffrey Epstein. Same medical examiner's office. The autopsy report in Jeffrey Epstein came out in like two days, three days, and, we're, and like, that's it. It was, it was suicide. No, don't politicize the system especially the criminal justice system. I know that system. This is my bailiwick. Stop trying to pull the wool over people's eyes. Stop trying to take down our republic. This is not a third world country. Yeah. This is America. Right. And they are destroying it. Amen. Amen. I know you got to run, but let me squeeze in one more question since you mentioned Epstein. Uh, Southern District <laughs> of New York, of course, prosecuted Glenn Maxwell, uh, one of the lead prosecutors was Jim Comey's daughter, and Glenn Maxwell goes away for a long time, uh, for one thing, procuring underage females for who knows who. Do we ever get to see uh, the Epstein list? Does anyone else ever get prosecuted? No. Uh, that's my prediction. I don't know for sure, but I'll tell you right now. What we're learning about, you know, there's a lawsuit now being brought against J.P. Morgan. Uh, when J.P. Morgan, apparently the bank, allowed all of these suspicious uh, uh, financial transactions to take place, we know that Epstein met with the head of the CIA, Bill Burns. He was connected to the royal family through Prince Andrew. Uh, they say he's connected to Mossad. So you've got CIA, the money world, the U.K., and uh, Liam Black and the financial institutions, Bill Gates. I mean, this is the kind of thing that will never come out, never come out. And we will never know who killed Jeffrey Epstein. And that's a shame. That, that, that's, a, yeah. that's a crying shame. Judge Janine, it, it is always so edifying to speak with you. Um, we can't thank you enough. The new book is Crimes Against America, The Left's Takedown of Our Republic, which you can pre-order online right now, and indeed you should. Judge Janine, we thank you so much for coming back on the Doc Washburn Show. As we say here in the South, y'all come see us. All right, and listen, you can also get the book on judgejbook.com. Judgejbook.com. Sounds good Thank to me. It. All right. All right. Great to talk to you. Really, I enjoyed it. God you bless you. It. Godspeed. Thank you Bye. so much. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am. Wow. That went so quickly.
I knew we had 15 minutes. And our phone app was goofing up left, right. And I mean, it, it just, we kept on getting disconnected before we actually started the show. And, uh, she, uh, she definitely had a lot of patience with us and with our phone app. No question about it. All right. Uh, we got to talk about the Durham report and there is a lot to talk about with the Durham report. Um, and it's very frustrating, but I need to share it with you. So that's coming up straight ahead. Look, if you tried to buy a car recently, you realize you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Auto comes in. Red River Auto is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you, no matter where you are. Red River Auto wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. Red River Auto Group has perfected the online buying process. Just go to redriverauto.com and pick from hundreds of new and used vehicles. You can purchase your vehicle online if you have any questions. One of Red River's trained experts will help you through the whole process. Red River Auto makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live in the continental U.S., redriverauto.com. You will be glad you did. Okay, I want to tell you about the best-kept secret in American health care. Are you having problems with sinuses and allergies? Are you experiencing dizziness, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, fibromyalgia, eczema, psoriasis, migraines. Well, the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center might be able to help you, even if you don't live in Arkansas. Let me tell you how. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain. When that happens, your central nervous system isn't able to communicate with the rest of your body as it's designed to do. Now, I had severe hay fever for five or six weeks every spring all my life and migraines year-round. When I got my atlas adjusted, the hay fever went away and has never come back. The migraines went away too. Again, if you're suffering from sinus conditions, allergies, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, fibromyalgia, eczema, psoriasis, even migraines, do yourself a favor. Call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009 for a free consultation. They've helped me, they've helped my wife, they've helped so many people we know. Please call them to see if they can help you. That number again for your free consultation, 501-279-2009. If you're outside Central Arkansas, just go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, click on the tab that says Find a Doctor Near You, and I sure hope you can. Now, have you heard? AT&T recently lost a lot of money on Wall Street. After their satellite outfit, DirecTV, decided to delete Newsmax. If you want to drop AT&T or any of the big liberal cell phone carriers, I have the perfect solution for you. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. Now more than ever, it's important to band together and support companies that share our conservative values. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. Doc, hey, I'd love to. Sounds great. But 
I'm afraid it'd be too complicated. It would take too long. Don't worry about that. Switching to Patriot Mobile usually only takes 15 to 20 minutes. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar earned to organizations that fight for causes you care about. Patriot Mobile has exceptional nationwide coverage and uses the same towers the main carriers use. And Patriot Mobile guarantees your coverage. Patriot Mobile has plans fit any budget, along with great discounts for our veteran and first responder heroes, as well as multi-line users. I know I'm saving a lot of money since I switched over. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're shifting your support from the leftist progressive agendas of Big Mobile to the Christian conservative causes of Patriot Mobile. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given right to freedom. A portion of every dollar they earn is given back to the causes that support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedom, freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Switching is easy. Just do what I did. Go to PatriotMobile.com or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. All right, we need to talk about the Durham report. First place I'm going is Technofog over at Substack because he's an expert. He has a quick analysis. Special counsel John Durham's investigation and inquiry into government corruption, lies to secret courts, the weaponization of the U.S. intelligence apparatus, the FBI's attempt to take down a sitting president has concluded. Here are some of the main findings. Quote, The FBI discounted or willfully ignored material information that did not support the narrative of a collusive relationship between Trump and Russia, unquote. Crossfire Hurricane, quote, was opened as a full investigation without the FBI ever having spoken to the persons who provided that information, unquote. Days after it was opened, Peter Strzok was telling a London FBI employee that, quote, there's nothing to this, unquote. Internal FBI communications discussing the Crossfire Hurricane during its early stages, said it's thin and it sucks. Wow. British intelligence pushed back on Mueller requests for assistance. Quote, a British intelligence person basically said there was no expletive way in hell they, they were going to do it, unquote. Durham documents two investigations into Hillary Clinton. One involving the Clinton Foundation and one involving illegal foreign contributions to Clinton's campaign. In one Clinton campaign investigation, an FBI confidential human source, or CHS, had offered an illegal foreign contribution to the campaign through an intermediary. The Clinton campaign was, quote, okay with it, unquote, and, quote, were fully aware, unquote. The CHS offered the FBI a copy of the credit card charge. The FBI never got receipts. In fact, the FBI handling agent told the CHS, quote, to stay away from all events relating to Clinton's campaign, unquote. Why am I not surprised? But there's more. February 2016, FBI Assistant Director Andrew McCabe directed the Clinton Foundation investigation to be shut down 
He walked that back after receiving pushback, but McCabe made sure that his approval was required for any further investigative steps. The New York field office was called on behalf of FBI Director Comey and informed to, quote, cease and desist, unquote, from the Clinton Foundation investigation. The FBI and DOJ restricted both of those Clinton investigations, making sure that, quote, essentially no investigative activities occurred for months leading up to the election, unquote. In comparison, the FBI opened a full investigation into the Trump campaign based on unvetted, quote, intelligence, unquote. The CIA had direct knowledge of the, quote, Clinton plan, unquote, to vilify Trump by linking him to Putin and Russia. On August 3rd, 2016, CIA Director John Brennan met with President Obama, Vice President Biden, and other senior administration officials, including but not limited to Attorney General Loretta Lynch and FBI Director James Comey at that meeting Brennan informed them of the Clinton plan. Specifically, Director Brennan's declassified handwritten notes reflect that he briefed the meeting's participants regarding the alleged approval by Hillary Clinton on 26 July of a proposal from one of her campaign advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by the Russian security services. In September 2016, the CIA sent the FBI this information on the Clinton plan to link Trump and Russia. As a screenshot here, CIA referral and dissemination. It says, five days later on September 7, 2016, the CIA completed its referral memo in response to an FBI request for relevant information reviewed by the Fusion Cell. The CIA addressed the referral memo to the FBI director and to the attention of Deputy Assistant Director Peter Strzok. The referral memo, which mentioned the Clinton plan intelligence, stated in part, per FBI verbal request, CIA provides the below examples of information the Crossfire Hurricane Fusion Cell has gleaned to date, source revealing information redacted, an exchange discussing U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton's approval of a plan concerning U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump and Russian hackers hampering U.S. elections as a means of distracting the public from her use of a private email server. According to open sources, Guccifer 2.0 is an individual or group of hackers whom U.S. officials believe is tied to Russian intelligence services. Also, per open sources, Guccifer 2.0 claimed credit for hacking the Democrat National Committee this year. Somehow, the FBI did nothing to vet or investigate the Clinton plan, even though they were using parts of the Clinton plan, the Steele reports, to investigate the Trump campaign. Durham writes, quote, No FBI personnel who were interviewed by the office recalled Crossfire Hurricane personnel taking any action to vet the Clinton plan intelligence, unquote. In fact, it was as if the CIA's Clinton plan memo 
was somehow buried within the FBI. Most members of Crossfire Hurricane, quote, had never seen the intelligence before, unquote. And as we have previously discussed, it was never disclosed to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, the FISA court, in contravention to that court's local rules. But wait, there's more. FBI Director James Comey was deeply interested in the Crossfire Hurricane investigation and micromanaged it, demanding the Carter Page FISA warrant, telling Assistant Director Andrew McCabe, quote, where is the FISA? Where is the FISA? Unquote. The FBI knew relatively early that its Carter Page FISA warrants were dubious. The FBI knowledge only intensified by 2018 as FBI analysts discussed how, quote, Steele's subsources could have been compromised by the Russians, unquote. They were going to prepare their findings in a memorandum. FBI Deputy Assistant Director for Counterintelligence, Dina Corsi, met with the review team and directed them not to document any recommendations, context, or analysis in the, mem- in the memorandum they were preparing, unquote. An FBI attorney was at that meeting. Quote, he confirmed that the team was told not to write any more memoranda or analytical pieces and to provide their findings orally, unquote. Corsi's demands, according to one FBI attorney, were, quote, the most inappropriate operational or professional statement he had ever heard at the FBI. Now, Dina Corsi, in 2018, was the FBI Deputy Assistant Director for Counterintelligence. I wonder how she got that job. I wonder who uh, who put her in that job. I, I want to find out. I'm, I'm really interested in this. Okay, there's no Wikipedia page for her. Maybe, uh, maybe a LinkedIn. Let's see if good old Dina Corsi is on, on LinkedIn. You'd be surprised how many people are. You would be surprised how many people are. Uh, Dina C., Deputy Assistant Director. Oh, here's her picture. FBI. So she's been with the FBI 14 years and four months. Oh, no, wait a minute. Then she was with the FBI 10 years and eight months before that. Wait, what? I want to know who was present when she got her job, the first job. Okay, the first job, she first went with the FBI in 1997. That's when Bubba was president. So she was an intelligence analyst from 97 to 2005, supervisory intelligence analyst from 05 to 07, assistant section chief 07 to 08. Then... She's away from June 08 to February 09. Don't know why. Don't know what she was doing. She comes back as Senior Supervisory Intelligence Analyst, Washington Field Office, for almost two years. 
09 and 2010, then section chief for a year and a half, 2010-2012, then deputy assistant director, intelligence program manager, counterintelligence division for six and a half years, 2012 to 2018. Then for seven months, 2020 to 2021, director FBI presidential transition contingency team. Oh, she was getting ready for Biden to come in. Even uh, as early as July 2020, they figured there was going to be a transition. Interesting. And from November 2018 to present, she's Deputy Assistant Director, Intelligence Branch, Strategic Intelligence Issues Group. So, no, when somebody tells you, well, you know, all the people have been fired. No. No, they haven't been fired. This one hasn't been. Just so you know. Nobody else is going to do this legwork for you, so I just thought I would throw that in. Yeah, I mean, what happens to her? Nothing. Next, Igor Danchenko. Primary substores for Christopher Steele, charged with and acquitted of lying to the FBI, was paid $220,000 by the FBI as a confidential human source. This was paid after the FBI knew Danchenko lied to them. As the Durham investigation proceeded, Durham learned, quote, the FBI proposed making continued future payments to Danchenko, totaling more than 300000 while Durham was actively investigating this matter, unquote. The FBI, in effect, was seeking to influence a key witness who would later face criminal charges. The FBI's reasons for paying Danchenko were certainly curious. Interviews with Durham's office revealed, quote, the FBI's assistant, pardon me, the FBI's executive assistant director for national security made clear that they were not even able to accurately describe the value or contributions of Danchenko that would justify keeping him open, much less making hundreds of thousands of dollars in payments to him. Okay, now wait a minute. So who is... Who is the FBI's assist, executive assistant director for national security? That, that's, that's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. I just want a name. Let's get some names, all right? Let's get some names. Okay, could this be uh, Larissa Knapp? Larissa Knapp, named Executive Assistant Director of FBI National Security Branch. But that that's in May of 2022. And so Durham had already been investigating this since 2019. So I don't know if this is who he's talking about or not. Or before Larissa Knapp, was it Jill Sanborn? who joined as National Security Branch Executive Assistant Director in May of 2021. Or maybe it was the one before her. I don't know. I don't know. Quite a revolving door going on there, that's for sure. Anyway, uh, Technofog at Substack says... We'll follow this up with a much deeper analysis, hopefully by tomorrow. Part of that story is a problem with the Durham investigation. The fact that its scope didn't include the attribution of the DNC hack. And that was 
a big problem. Because then you get into uh, Seth Rich and the whole deal. And the FBI having an excuse to investigate Russia and try to tie Trump into Russia. Because if Russia didn't hack the DNC server, and they didn't, then you never have the steel dossier and crossfire hurricane in the first place. Okay, Hans Monkey over at theepictimes.com says, here's something interesting. Talk about the Durham report. Joe Pianca was Peter Strzok's sidekick. Peter Strzok and Pianca interviewed Alexander Downer and tried to entrap General Mike Flynn, yet Strzok never told Pianca about Hillary's plan to accuse Trump of Russia collusion. He got very upset when he found out from Durham. Really? Well, it, this, is, this is from the Durham report. After reading it, Supervisory Special Agent 1 became visibly upset and emotional, left the interview room with his counsel, and subsequently returned to state emphatically that he had never been apprised of the Clinton plan intelligence and had never seen the aforementioned referral memo. Supervisory Special Agent 1 expressed a sense of betrayal that no one had informed him of the intelligence. Fascinating. Oh, look, I'm sure there are all kinds of gems in this report. I'm sure there are. Hans Maki also says, back in December 2019, both Barr and Durham issued statements that they disagreed with Horowitz that Crossfire Hurricane had been properly predicated. Today, Durham proved that it was not properly predicated. Horowitz made it up to protect the FBI. The New York Times accused Barr of defending Trump back in December 2019. So the IG, Horowitz, the IG of the uh, DOJ, he's, uh, he's filthy just like the rest of them. Oh, Ron DeSantis has a statement here. He says, the Durham report confirmed what we already knew, weaponized federal agencies, manufactured a false conspiracy theory, about Trump-Russia collusion, it reminds us of the need to clean house at these agencies as they've never been held accountable for this egregious abuse of power. That's true. That's true. They haven't been. So Laura Logan, the great investigative reporter, Laura Logan, she weighs in. She has something to say. In response to um, Jake Tapper, saying this on CNN. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped, and it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It is, regardless, devastating to the FBI, and to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Regardless. So, Laura Logan says, how will you undo all the damage you did? How much did it hurt having to admit this was all made up? And your entire network pushed these lies year after year. Not one, not one attempt to figure this out yourselves. Not to mention how you went after all those reporting the truth. How about that? So what we want to see, though, is some kind of accountability. By the way, um, Jim Jordan's weaponization committee, 
weaponization of the federal government has invited special counsel John Durham to testify before the committee next week. So we've got to pay attention to that. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. looks like there are not going to be any more um, prosecutions. You know, I mean, John Durham's boss is Merrick Garland, right? So Durham can't prosecute anybody unless Garland lets him, right? Hans Monkey, the Epic Times, says, there's nothing in the Durham report that we didn't already know, but it's nevertheless extremely important because it spells things out in an official government document with footnotes and citations. Now it's time for the GOP to defund the FBI. There's no other path. Shut it down. Amen. Amen. That's true. Hans Monkey also says, in response to a statement out from the FBI, about how the, uh, the reforms made sure this won't happen again. He says, the FBI's deputy director prematurely shutting down the Clinton investigation because of his political preference is not a misstep. The FBI's head of counter-espionage knowingly using false information to open a full investigation into a presidential candidate pardon me, into a presidential campaign is not a misstep. The FBI's director aggressively pushing for a FISA based on false information is not a misstep. The FBI deliberately targeting Sergi Millian, a man who they knew was totally innocent, is not a misstep. The FBI entrapping George Papadopoulos, a man who they knew had done nothing wrong, is not a misstep. That's right. Hans Maki well, wait, let me give you what Mike Lee says first. Senator Mike Lee. I'll give you that in a second. That, that's coming up straight ahead. We're just scratching the surface on the Durham report. Look, the world is going crazy, obviously, with supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. Woke corporations stand against everything we believe in. The big box stores were allowed to stay open all during the pandemic, while so many little guys, small business owners, regular people were forced to close. The wealthiest people on earth became better off, while mom and pop businesses suffered. What can we do about all of this? How can our voices be heard? Well, we can make a difference by voting with our dollars. Why continue shopping at big box stores if you get the items you need from a family-owned company? Buy only USA. These products include fresh American-raised beef, Raised in the Montana mountains near Yellowstone, this beef is known as never ever. Never has the animal ever been exposed to antibiotics, hormones, or vaccines. This prime or high-choice beef is shipped directly to your door. Pricing and availability is exclusive only to our members and isn't shipped anywhere else in the world. Now, finally, we can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Americans are walking away from the big box conglomerates. Buy only USA. One of the best ways to get around this crazy inflation is to shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. A lot of patriot influencers have come on board. I'm inviting you to join with fellow patriots to cut off the cash flow of the big woke corporations that are trying to destroy our country. We're done with the woke globalist operation against humanity. Each of us can take market share away from these businesses that have enjoyed unfair advantages. We can choose to help each other by shopping family-owned, made in America. Join with over 2 million monthly shoppers that have already made the switch. Let's start voting with our dollars to make sure our purchases 
are supporting companies that promote freedom. This company is dedicated to offering family-owned alternatives for items we buy on a regular basis. Email us, buyonlyusa at proton.me. Have one of my guys contact you. Buyonlyusa at proton.me. Now, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everybody get the best sleep of your life, and he's done it again. Introducing MyPillow 2.0. MyPillow 2.0 has a brand-new temperature-regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. MyPillow 2.0's new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a cooler surface temperature. This new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature through the night by creating a lower surface temperature for for a more restful night's sleep. You know, your core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. MyPillow 2.0 was developed to provide a cool surface. It's engineered for comfort. MyPillow 2.0 is available in four loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and there's a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. As a special introductory offer for my listeners, when you buy your new MyPillow 2.0, you get a second one free just by using promo code DWS. Mike also created the best bed sheets ever. They look great. They feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. My wife and I just love sleeping on our Giza Dream sheets. Right now, buy a set of Giza Dream sheets for just $29.98 by using promo code DWS. My pillow also has blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles like plush, waffle, or gossamer. Get huge discounts on blankets, duvets, quilts, and down comforters just by using the promo code DWS. Now, my slippers, moccasins. I had no idea slippers could feel this good. Right now, say big on my slippers, slip-ons, and moccasins. Closeout sale price is just $25 by using promo code DWS. Not only that... Mike's having the biggest closeout sale ever on his sandals for just $19.98. What makes my slippers different is Mike's exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere. Just use promo code DWS for huge discounts. And remember, that doesn't stand for washed-up Democrat politician Debbie Wasserman Schultz. No, no, no. It stands for Doc Washburn Show. MyPillow.com. Quantities are extremely limited at these amazing prices, so please order now. Just use promo code DWS. Now, the great Ronald Reagan once said, Inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Have you thought about the benefits of investing in precious metals? Here are five profound benefits. Number one, investing in precious metals is a hedge against inflation. Number two, it's a great way to diversify your portfolio. Number three, asset liquidity. Number four, precious metals tend to be a store of value. That means precious metals are an asset, commodity, or currency that maintain their value without depreciating over the long haul. Last but not least, number five, precious metals can be a hedge against geopolitical uncertainty and the struggling U.S. dollar. So we're honored to join forces with Beverly Hills Precious Metals and its owner, Andrew Sorcini. Andrew has been involved in gold and silver for over 40 years. Andrew Sorcini and his team at Beverly Hills Precious Metals know the gold and silver business inside and out. After many years in the markets and collecting precious metals privately, Andrew opened Beverly Hills Precious Metals in 2010 to bring precious metals to the homes of everyday American citizens. 
We found out about Andrew Sorcini and Beverly Hills Precious Metals from General Michael Flynn, and we're glad we did. Andrew is a frequent guest on conservative podcasts. Beverly Hills Precious Metals is our gold buyer of choice. To learn more about Andrew and his team, go to bh-pm.com. The BH stands for Beverly Hills. The PM stands for Precious Metals. bh-pm.com. If you can't remember that, just Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals. No matter what search engine you use, it's the first thing that comes up. Make sure you ask about the General Mike Flynn silver coin and let them know Doc Washburn sent you. We're honored to be able to tell you about Beverly Hills Precious Metals in an effort to help you in your attempts to protect your family's finances, wealth, and investments. bh-pm.com or Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals and tell them Doc Washburn sent you. All right, let's look at uh, United States Senator Mike Lee, Republican of Utah, who tweets out the Washington Post article, Durham report sharply criticizes FBI's 2016 probe of Trump campaign. Mike Lee says, the gravity of the misconduct uncovered by Mr. Durham cannot be overstated. He says, the least one can say of it is that it involved a malicious use of federal law enforcement officers to conduct a contrived investigation utterly lacking any valid factual foundation from the very beginning. That is itself incredibly troubling and also unconstitutional. But this is so much worse than that. It was an effort to use a powerful, long-respected federal law enforcement agency to render a presidential candidate unelectable, entirely in the absence of any valid, good-faith basis for doing so. Now, Hans Monkey said, What's even worse is that everything Durham found, Mueller knew. Mueller knew that Alexander Downer disavowed the FBI's justification for opening the investigation. He knew that the FISA was based on known lies and the Steele's dossier was BS. When will Robert Mueller be held to account? You know, that's a really good question. And I can't imagine... I can't imagine when that will happen. But wait, there's more. Nick Sortor, who's been all over Fox, Newsmax, One American News, he's got a screenshot of Hillary from October 31st, 2016. And the screenshot, she has a statement from Jake Sullivan a new report exposing Trump's secret line of communication to Russia. And Hillary says computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russian-based bank. Nick Sortor says Jake Sullivan, the senior advisor for Clinton who helped create the Trump-Russia hoax in 2016, is now national security advisor to the Biden White House. This administration is corrupt from the bottom up. That's what we're dealing with here. And so it's my duty. I have to share this stuff with you. I mean, this is outrageous. Now, our buddy Cash Patel was over on John Solomon's show with John and his co-host over in Real America's Voice. 
And here's how that went. We're talking about CNN. Jake Tapper earlier today said that this report was devastating to the FBI and that it acquits Donald Trump. Um, Politically, are there shockwaves for for this? That's a fantastic point. I think I'm a little too invested in this to speak sort of from the macro level. But when you look through the political lens, that you have the fake news that castigated the Russiagate investigation and its findings for six years. Their headlines are saying Donald Trump is innocent. We knew that the entire time, but now they're saying it. And they're also saying the investigation originations are completely meritless, which we've, of course, been saying. But now they're injecting that into the media narrative for the first time to an audience that has never really heard that and to an audience that has known us to be the quote unquote liars of the century. And so I think politically that pivot for Donald Trump could not be more valuable. And he's going to use it um, from now until 2024. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. And yet, and yet, it's just outrageous because there aren't going to be any prosecutions. No one is going to be held accountable. I mean, the Durham report completely exposes Hillary for lying, for pushing the knowingly false Trump-Russia collusion hoax. But not only where does Trump go to get several years back, where, where do we go? You know, that's, that's, that's what I want to know. Where do we go? Because, uh, you know, nobody said it that I've heard, but it looks like to me, if uh, you're John Durham and Merrick Garland is your boss, he's not going to allow you to prosecute anybody else. So Sean Davis over the Federalist says the FBI is the most dangerous domestic terror organization in America. And he's right. And he links to the new article from The Federalist entitled, Here's Everything the FBI Deliberately Ignored to Get Trump in Russian Collusion Hoax, According to Durham. Oh, my goodness. You know what I should have done? You know what I really should have done? Yeah, because this this one deserves it. This one deserves it. I really should have said it's that time. Hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by Red River Auto, the big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice the way you want to online have delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental USA. Our tweet of the day is from Sean Davis. Mr. Davis is the CEO and co-founder of the Federalist. Tweet of the day, he says, the FBI is the most dangerous domestic terror organization in America. Amen, brother. And thank you to Red River Auto for sponsoring today's tweet of the day. You've been listening to episode 384 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. If you have any questions for us, email us, contact at docwashburnshow.com. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. 
Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck, send it to Mansur's Computer Solutions, 7th floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansur, simply the 10th, Senior Vice President, Engineering, IT, and Interoperability for the Doc Washburn Show. And that's the way it is. Tuesday, May 16th, 2023.